Welcome to Punta Vista, episode 194. We're here live at the Comedy Central roast of the body of Prince Philip that, as far as I can tell from looking at him, is still alive. He's propped up in the chair. His eyes are open. They look pretty dry, but they always look like that, as mm-hmm. far as I can is tell. Is he dead? What's I don't know. changed? Maybe. Prince Philip, how you doing? No, that's what he usually says. Someone put him behind the wheel of a Range Rover and see what he does. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's how he looked when he arrived in the car. And then they just they picked him up. He was in that seated position, knees locked and everything. Uh, just someone on each arm. They carted him through here into the studio, sat him in that nice throne in the middle of the stage here. And that is where he has waited very, 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 very patiently uh, for the six hours until the show has gone live. I'm Andrew. I'll be your MC this evening. Uh, we've also got here with us national comedic treasure Ben. Hey Ben. Hey, ha- how's everyone doing out there? Oh. Hey, that Prince Philip was pretty old. <laughs> you guys have to say uh, how, how old was he? <laughs> Thanks. Um, he was so old that yesterday he died. <laughs> Uh, anyway, enough kidding around. Um, he had a, a really beautiful relationship with his wife, uh, Queen Elizabeth II. Um, and I think that's because they had so much in common. For instance, their great-great-grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> what, do you th- what, do you think of, uh, what do you think of that one, Phil? Look at him. He's doing he's doing that face when you're not meant to be laughing in church. You know, he's barely holding it back. I if think. He, Has he got if something he died, like rictus grid on his face? Can you have rictus brain? Like if he died with the N word in his brain, is it still in there? In there forever. We're also joined by famous co- comedian Lucy. Thank you. Thank not, you. Not that's not Judith Lucy. It's no. I'm just, just one name, like Madonna. Yeah. How about that Prince Philip? Uh, <laughs> Prince Philip's so old, he went to an antiques auction and people tried to bid on him. <laughs> and Ben, if you could just put that air horn sample in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I will. I could do that, I reckon. <laughs> no, that's oh, it. That's boy. all I've got. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Great one, Lucy. Here's your $20,000 appearance fee. Thank you so much. Oh, and last but not least, the dicky knee of the panel, it's Theo. (laughs) (laughs) He's got his little hat on. Okay. (laughs) God. But he could eat, couldn't he? I once saw the man eat (laughs) two pounds of fingernails in one sitting. (laughs) (laughs) Even Even as he got older, though, he still liked to work with his hands. He used to go... Go up the back of Windsor Castle in the tool shed, and he'd be in there for hours banging about, and for days just extruding gelatinous slime from his skin, <laughs> making a nest out of sawdust and wood shavings. And then he'd shed his entire skin, and and he'd eat that. <laughs> we loved our prince, didn't we? That's how he stayed looking so young. So that's how he stayed looking so so vital. <laughs> I remember we used I, to go. We used to go hunting, and um, before the, the night before, he was a bit sneaky. He'd go out and and he'd set all these snares, um, that kind of bear traps, really. Uh, and then the day after the day of the hunt, we'd go to the alleyway, and anything that had been caught there uh, in his snares, you know, uh, homeless people, dogs, etc. Very, he was very humane. He just finished them off with both barrels. <laughs> Beautiful man. Beyond his time, he uh, he was the first man I knew to use the word gay as a pejorative. <laughs> I remember when they met uh, him and him and Lizzie. It was love at first sight. He was eighteen, she was thirteen. Uh, he used to write these beautiful love letters. Oh, I remember one started off. Um, you had an ass full of farts that night, Lizzie. <laughs> I, I know, know how this one, one goes. <laughs> Oh, what else? What else? Oh, he was an old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's one old bitch. We can say that much about Prince Philip. Oh, Dearly sorry, loved, we though. are monarchists here, though. <laughs> oh, <love laughs> yeah. staunch, staunch monarchists. I'm, I'm getting an update of my earpiece here. Uh, apparently, Prince Philip died early this morning, sitting up in a chair, and 
there's just been a bit of a mix-up, really. Uh, somebody from the Comedy Central production company has arrived to escort him out. Uh, didn't want to disturb what they assumed was his morning meditation. Uh, and they've lifted him straight up in his sitting rictus form. That's how he's eventually made his way here. Well, uh, self-driving Range Rover. <laughs> uh, you can tell he was dead because he didn't hit anyone mm. with his car. <laughs> didn't get into any automobile accidents in his Range Rover. Oh, boy. I don't know what to say about Prince Philip, so I will simply use the words of prawn meat on Twitter and that Prince Philip was a nasty little thotty and he died from making it clap on Instagram. <laughs> oh, boy. I've been really enjoying watching people just be like, you have to show him some respect. Mm. He gave his life to being a prince. <laughs> Yeah, like it's a service that the royals are they, giving us. They keep using the word service, or they're like, thank you for your 70 years of service or whatever. You're like, I don't know. He like gave some speeches, maybe. Mm. He had, took some tea with some people. He didn't need to do that job. It's not a job. It's not a job. Managed to be very racist while he was doing it. Mm. Mm. Anybody, anybody, see, anybody see the thing about the, the TV ratings in Britain? No. How like all of all of the channels that have been showing like round the clock, uh, dead Prince Philip coverage uh, lost like ten percent of their audience. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Fuck this, I'm bored." It's turning off the TV while they're trying to tell you how nice, nasty old Prince Philip was. Did, did you see that article yesterday from Ben Shields mm-hmm. being like mm-hmm. Australia is racked by like the psychic damage of Prince Philip dying? <laughs> Prince Philip dying. He's <laughs> like, what are you God. talking about? I couldn't pick which one he is. I'm like, oh, is he the one that looked like the Crypt Keeper, crypt keeper or is the pedophile? I think he's referring to the way that um, liches in uh, the game NetHack um, deal psychic damage. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And so on. Someone finally got to his phylactery, am I right? I don't know what the, you're saying. The only, people, the only people who would give a fuck about this and the only people who are going to give a fuck when the Queen dies are like the absolute freak Woman's Weekly buyers mm. uh, who oh, are women. all like... Yes. Ooh, interesting <laughs> usual Andrew take, is it? Mm. Anybody Broads, know? be royal Any- watching. <laughs> Anybody know any men who are going to cry when the Queen dies? Yeah, yeah but they're shields. all gay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the people who have, like, a commemorative Princess Diana plate mm. in their house, you know? It's yeah. only only absolute absolute monarchy freaks. Spoon collectors. The nation's single aunties are uh, having a really hard time right now. <laughs> mm. Ow, Philip! <laughs> it's a tough time for spinsters. <laughs> the, the, the several hundred people who have a Foxtel pay TV subscription just to watch EastEnders, you know? <laughs> Right. Love That's them. This is a great week for them telling their grandkids about the time that he came to Aubrey Wodonga in 1962 <laughs> while yeah. they're just like, please let me play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> you were allowed to say the N-word back there and it was fine. No one thought anything of it. We just... Thanks, Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I, I literally heard a Grandma say the N-word. Oh, oh my goodness. No. Like... Last week, <laughs> in what context? <laughs> I would love, I would love to hear the context. I can't even remember. Was she telling you like the the really offensive part of the lyrics to oh, "Wet, wet no, Ass no. Pussy"? Uh, it was, um, it was how they how they used to um, sing the song uh, "Eeny Meeny Miny Mo." Oh, of course, okay. before the PC police got before, to it, yeah. And changed it to a word that kind of sounds like tiger. I'd just flip a good. coin if and I had to choose did... between two things. Yeah. And, and, F- flip but it. no, no, we. there's no fun in that. Instead, sing the racist song for a bit and see who it ends up on. And that's it's fine. A, that's normal. It's a weird one. Just as that we, we kept that around for a very we long did for time. For way too long. In the early 90s, I think, that kind of started to shift. Hopefully we don't... We don't teach kids that anymore. Uh, no, I don't think. I so. mean, I'm I'm teaching my kids, but I'm a I'm a monarchist and mm. a traditionalist. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want the uh, old ways to be forgotten. 
Yeah, yeah, and that was the beautiful thing about Prince Philip that I'm sure your grandma would agree with is that um, he was a man who stood up, you know, a man who stood up for traditions and what was right and for acting like it's still 1974 because that's the year that he believes that it is, you know? Yes, things should stay the way uh, of the time that I can last remember is my yes. belief. <laughs> the year that I currently think it is as the last synapses of my brain fire off, you know? Speaking of uh, synapses of the brain, yeah, and that's something that you could use to segue into the next thing here. I know you didn't read the article, so no. It's, I mean, it sounds like you got it under control. I don't no, wanna, I, I don't think you derail it. Yeah, okay. No, I just no, wanted you to. Had, you, had, you had an idea in mind. Just see it through. You know, I wanted finish, to tear finish it up what for you. you started. Go on. Um, speaking of synapses of the brain, which is now, where they, now, now they I don't all wanna, are. I don't want to interrupt your segue here. Yeah, go on. I don't want to derail anything. No, I'm very open to it because I'm a democratic sort of <laughs> egalitarian guy. Yeah. Is that what democracy is? Interrupting people? <laughs> I believe so. I've seen Question Time. <laughs> no, I don't really have any further feedback. Go on. All right, here's a press release from uh, Johns Hopkins University. Mimes help us see objects that don't exist. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> now... <laughs> <laughs> some, some scientist last year seeing a mime for the very first time. <laughs> Holy oh shit. My God. Holy fuck. Wait, what wall? What's he doing? The C here is in single quotes, like scare quotes. So that's... I'm, I'm like, at a... <laughs> seeing one and immediately jumping up out of his seat going, i got to help that guy. He's stuck. Uh, <laughs> as his wife tries to hold him back. No, look. look He's trapped behind an invisible wall. And you're not helping. For some reason, you're not helping him. Why is that? Uh, when we watch a mime seemingly pull rope. What? Hey. I think it's hey now. meant to be pull a rope, maybe. Uh, pull rope, climb steps, or try to escape that infernal box. The fucking box. God we don't struggle to recognize the implied objects. Our minds automatically see them, a new study concludes. Well, hey, I think a lot of that is down to... To the skills of the mime. Frankly. Yeah, a shit mime mm. wouldn't. Yeah. No, right. no. If uh, if they're just kind of, you know, every time they go back, the wall's in a different place. I'm like, you look like a fucking fool. I can't believe you spent 10 years at mime college for this. That's right. Marcel Marceau would be vomiting in his grave, filling up his coffin. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> his coffin that also doesn't exist. He mimed the coffin as his last act. <laughs> To explore how the mind processes the objects mimes seem to interact with, Johns Hopkins University cognitive scientists brought the art of miming into the lab, concluding that invisible implied surfaces are represented rapidly and automatically. The work appears today in the journal Psychological Science. I hope they. Uh, I hope that by they uh, by um, bringing the the work of the mime into the lab, they mean they vivisected a mime. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually much worse than that. <laughs> Uh, most of the time, we know which objects are around us because we could just see them directly. But what we explored here was how the mind automatically builds representations of objects that we can't see at all, but that we know must be there because of how they are affecting the world. So I, got senior- news- <laughs> I got news for this guy uh, about how much the invisible box that the mime is in is affecting the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's affecting the mime, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, said senior author Chaz Firestone. Mm. An assistant prof- professor who directs the university's perception and mind laboratory. That's basically what mimes do. They can make us feel like mm-hmm. we're aware of some object just by seeming to interact with it. I swear to God, this person has written an entire paper <laughs> justifying that they just got really into watching a mime performance. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> Everyone else was like, why the fuck are you just sitting there with your mouth open? Cannot your believe what you're saying. In the experiments, 360 people were tested online. They watched clips where a character, Firestone himself... Oh, my- we got... <laughs> oh, it all looks okay. All right. We got, a, we got a mime conflict of interest here. Uh, mimed colliding with a wall and stepping over a box in a way so that suggested that those objects were there, only invisible. <laughs> Once again, okay. learning about miming for the very first time. <laughs> this is amazing. Um... Afterward, a black line appeared in the spot on the screen where the implied surface would have been. This line could be horizontal or vertical, so it either matched or didn't match the orientation of the surface that had just been mimed. 
Participants had to quickly answer if the line was vertical or horizontal. The team found people responded significantly faster when the line aligned with the mimed wall or box, suggesting that the implied surface was actively represented in the mind. So much so that it affected responses to the real surface participants saw immediately after. (laughs) Participants had been told not to pay attention to the miming. (laughs) Hey, you see that guy? Just uh, Just ignore that guy over there. See the guy in the stripy, uh, horizontally striped, long sleeve shirt over there? Nice beret. Uh, face covered in white grease paint. Not a race thing. Just pretend, <laughs> pretend he's not there. But pretend the stuff that he is doing, pretend that is there. Please ignore Chaz. He actually gets off on you watching him. <laughs> Please <laughs> pay no attention to Dr. Firestone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, participants have been told not to pay attention to the miming, but they couldn't help but be influenced by those implied services, said lead author Pat Little. Uh, couldn't help but be influenced by the mastery on display. He did the work as an undergraduate at Johns Hopkins and is now a graduate student at New York University. Very quickly, people realised that the mime is misleading them. <gasps> that there is no actual connection between what the person does and the type of line that appears, Little said. They think, I should ignore this thing because it's getting in my way, but they can't. That's the key. It seems like our minds can't help but represent the surface that the mime is interacting with, even when we don't want to. Oh. Okay. <laughs> this work is partly inspired by a phenomenon in psychology called the Stroop Effect, where the name for one colour is written in ink of a different colour, e.g. the word red is written in blue ink. When a person is given the task of saying the colour of the ink, they can't help but read the mismatched text which distracts them and slows them down. In this regard, miming is like reading. Just as you can't help but read the text Mm -hmm. you see, even when you're supposed to ignore it, you can't help but recognize the object being mimed, even when it's getting in the way of another task. I... (laughs) Yes? Go on. I can't deal with how much this article is just people being asked to watch a mime and then saying, yeah, I get it. Like I, no, no, no. It's yeah, not a there. Box. <laughs> I, like, I get what he's doing. There's meant to be a box. Now he's got a rope. They're like, my God, they're seeing a rope in their mind. And now there's a box in your head, rent-free. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like everybody who has spent a lot of time sitting around and just uh, rotating a cube in their mind palace <laughs> is like, come on, Dr. Firestone, get it together. You know, I don't even need a mime to show me where the cube is. I don't like this. I don't like the idea that a mime has control over my mind, even when I don't <laughs> want to look at him. <laughs> you stay out of my head. <laughs> Get out of my head, mime. <laughs> uh, while it could seem that the findings diminish the work of mimes, since it suggests our brains are going to imagine these objects automatically, the, re- the researchers insist mimes still deserve credit. <laughs> I, I would suggest that this study is giving mimes far too much credit, actually. It, it Imagine the work of a mime of discredited. <laughs> uh, this suggests that miming might be different from other kinds of acting, Little said. If the mime is skilled enough, understanding what's going on doesn't require any effort at all. You just get it automatically. Yeah, it's a rope. We were just talking last night about uh, during Godzilla vs. King Kong. Uh, we were talking about like uh, seeing seeing actors take a drink out of something that clearly doesn't have liquid in it. Mm. Hate it, hate it. Just like how hard can it be? Also, just put some fucking water in there. You know, Millie Bobby Brown, she's just throwing that coffee cup at her face. Get it together. Yeah, destroy the Hollywood industry. Yeah, that's Get right. Em. Well, maybe we should be giving mimes more credit. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they we can should. make me believe that a, a glass of water is there even when it's not. Millie Bobby Brown's got a travel coffee cup. It's physically there and I can see it. And she cannot convince me that there is some coffee in it. You know, Looks makes like you th- makes you think. the Oscar should go to Chaz Firestone <laughs> <laughs> and his friend Pat Little. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's take away the Oscar that was getting handed out to Godzilla versus King Kong. <laughs> oh, man. So, it, it's great, right, that uh, this sort of research is getting done. There's nothing else going on that, you know, we could be looking into. But I don't think Chaz... Uh, what do you think Chaz Firestone's going to do about, like, climate change, though? Miming a COVID vaccine. 
<laughs> See if it's just as effective. It's trying to get a visible wall between you and the novel coronavirus. <laughs> got his uh, got his hands up to his cheeks, big silent expression of shock, and then he's pointing his finger at the sun <laughs> and wagging it in a yeah. in a concerned <laughs> manner. I want them to look into the effect that when you see a uh, a mime of the French variety and they're sort of miming, smoking a cigarette, um, having a large baguette in a bag and that sort of thing, how your brain automatically inserts the music of an accordion. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's much more interesting. Yeah, that's true. Uh, this so so you know how like the Australian government has changed the requirements for like government funded scientific research over the last I don't know. Several years. You have to be able to turn your research into a gun. Uh, Yeah. uh, yeah. It it has to be a gun that you can sell to someone in a third world country, I think. Or it Um, has to be uh, an unsuccessful app. I'm surprised that they got funding for this mime research, unless it directly um, benefits the US military in some way. Oh, I was waiting for the end of this because, like, basically every one that of of these that I put in here at the bottom, it's like this was funded in part by the Department of Defense. I was like, <laughs> yeah, surely, surely not this surely one. Surely not this time. If yeah, they you, did, you, it was through a shell company this time. We found that you can convince an insurgent that there is a bomb inside the invisible box. <laughs> you can bloody convince America there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Am I right? Damn, you are right. The, the Australian government Thanks. sort of cha- changed their funding for, like, scientific research to to be like, hey, if you want funding from the government, you have to be able to demonstrate the ways in which um, you can sell this and make a profit on it. So, the entire thing is just, hey, uh, science, it's only good if it serves capitalism in some well, form. I guess a lot of psychological research can benefit advertisers, so it's <laughs> yeah. probably who's funding these kinds of things. Um, Subway can now construct a foot long in your mind. Mm, I'm constructing mm. one in my mind right now. <laughs> Whoa. Prince Philip, that's that's a guy <laughs> enjoying another kind of foot long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're all boy. very tired. <laughs> sure are. Well, if we're talking about mime science, that means we can talk about another kind of science, the scary kind of science. You shall see hail fall from a clear sky and burn as fire upon the ground. You shall see darkness cover Egypt when the sun climbs high to noon. And you shall know that God is God and bow down to his will. i got to say, I hate seeing that stuff, you know? It's when the, the, the plagues of Egypt uh, ravage your home? Yeah. Hmm. The guy says, oh, you shall see this. I'm like, here we go. (laughs) Hey, it is getting dark. You were right, Charlton Heston. Uh, There's a mime in front of me. You shall see a box, a wall. (laughs) But they never never say that. That's the thing. Uh, This is a press release from the University of California, Irvine. Uh, in 2019, the National Weather Service in Alaska reported spotting the first known lightning strikes within 300 miles of the North Pole. <laughs> Fuck. Mm. Why, is, why is every new type of weather event from climate change just... It's just really, something new. Just... Do uh, you guys need a new kind of earthquake? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. We've, we've invented fire tsunamis now. <laughs> Get ready for that. We got a new thing called double flood. Uh, it says lightning strikes are almost unheard of above the Arctic Circle, but scientists led by researchers at the University of California, Irvine, have published new research in the journal Nature Climate Change detailing how Arctic lightning strikes stand to increase by about 100% over northern lands by the end of the century as the climate continues warming. The finding offers a glimpse into the changes that are in store for the Arctic as the planet continues warming. It suggests Arctic weather reports during summertime will be closer to those seen today far to the south, where lightning storms are more common. Just making some more lightning, you know? Ben, why is there more lightning? Um, There's a one-sentence explanation of it somewhere in this article, and I didn't fully understand it. Great. Uh, James Randerson, a professor in UCI's Department of Earth System Science, who co-authored the study, was part of a NASA-led field campaign that studied wildfire occurrence in Alaska during 2015, which was an extreme year for wildfires in the state. Quote, 2015 was an exceptional fire year. <laughs> well done. Congratulations. You really did it. 
Because of a record number of fire starts, Randerson said. One thing that got us thinking was that lightning was responsible for the record-breaking number of fires. Uh, this led Yang Chen, a research scientist in the UCI Department of Earth System Science, to look at over 20-year-old NASA satellite data on lightning strikes in northern regions and construct a relationship between the flash rate and climatic factors. By using future climate projections from multiple models used by the United Nations, the team estimated a significant increase in lightning strikes as a result of increases in atmospheric convection and more intense thunderstorms. Is is that the explanation? Is that I good? guess that's it. Yeah. <laughs> atmospheric it, convection. It's fun that like uh Australia's bushfire seasons are getting worse because of the changes to like the brush conditions and the general fire danger ratings increase just because it's you know it's drier and it's hotter and all of these things and we have it's that things catch a light more easily is the big problem and the problem here is that things are just getting set alight more often mm. it's great mm. it's tremendous i love that every part of the world has a, a different unique snowflake of a way that it's fucked god just tossing matches in there you know mm. I bet god up guy. until now polar bears basically don't get struck by lightning <laughs> Oh, wow. That'll be a, well, that's a historic exciting first. For them, yeah. You know? <laughs> be a cool first. They're probably getting bored up there in uh, wherever it is Siberia, Alaska, so on. Yep. Hey, don't worry, Spice Polar Bear. Don't worry, Polar Bear. Just stand under something tall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. A lightning strike bump could open a Pandora's box of related troubles. I'm miming oh, opening a Pandora's box right now. <laughs> hey, put a lock on that thing. I'm miming holding a box. I'm miming opening it up and Chaz Firestone is freaking the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Fires, Randerson explained, burn away short grasses, mosses and shrubs that are important components of Arctic tundra ecosystems. Such plants cover most of the landscape, and one thing they do is keep the seeds of trees from taking root in the soil. After a fire burns away low-lying plants, however, seeds from trees can more easily grow on bare soil, allowing forest stands to expand north. Evergreen forests will replace what's typically a snow-covered landscape. So that's good, right? More forest, right? More forest. Yeah, yeah that can't up. be bad. Why don't, we, why don't we get the guys from the Amazon, who are cutting all that stuff down, put them up north... Get them to cut this stuff down. Solving so many problems. Yeah. Just, just, it's all about resource allocation. If you put, it's all basically a big game it's all of SimCity. Positivity. City. Put know? the rabbit and the lettuce on the same side of the river, and that way the fox can't do anything bad. <laughs> Isn't the rabbit going to eat the. Shut up. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Snow's white hue reflects sunlight back out into space, but darker forests absorb solar energy, helping warm the region even further. Oh, that's further. bad. Oh, oh, fuck. That's bad, actually. But hear me out. Don't My worry. albedo. What if, what if the lightning strikes set the forest on fire and then everything's back to normal, you know? Uh, but then you end up with uh, the heavy smoke. Uh, ends up warming the region even further, as we found out that the Australian bushfires did last year. Uh, they warmed the southern hemisphere because there was so much smoke in the atmosphere. Remember when the the fires <laughs> were going so long and the smoke had been like drifting out over the ocean for so long that it wrapped back around? <laughs> Remember that part of it? Uh-huh. It's good. Like, All of this makes me feel so good about being alive. <laughs> I love that conservatives have spent like the last decade going, it might actually be good to have a jungle up there. We don't know. <laughs> like like the ones that have that have accepted climate change kind of exists in some abstract way, but they're not ready to really like grasp onto the idea of um us all being fucked and extinct. So like, well, I mean, if there's you know, maybe like um, pine trees in Siberia, then the polar bears have something to climb and they can see further. Hmm. So we don't know if it's bad or not. Let's find out. Maybe Santa's elves would like to work in a rainforest. <laughs> They're embracing the finding out part of the, uh, <laughs> of the fucking dichotomy around. of fucking around <laughs> and finding out. It's a like it's a very strange. Uh, Ideolo ideological spectrum to just be like, I have... All right, I've picked my side. I've picked my side. Whatever comes I've up from now I've rolled the on, dice. Yeah. Let's Whatever comes up from land. this point. I'm just going to be like, more fires? Good. Uh, more flooding? 
puts out the fires. No yeah. problem. Flame solves the water shortage we've got. More lightning, more work for nature photographers. But unfortunately, according to this article, there's more trouble. More fires means more permafrost. Perennially frozen soil that defines much of the Arctic landscape will melt as the fires strip away protective insulative layers of moss and dead organic matter that keep soils cool. Well, not so perma now, is it? You're roasted. Permafrost stores a lot of organic carbon that, if melted out of the ice, will convert to greenhouse gases, carbon dioxide, and methane, which, when released, will drive even more warming. Great. And that's bad. Putting a putting like a, a little line in my bad column side of the paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. The lightning finding comes on the heels of another study that, led by Randerson, published in the Journal of Geophysical Research on Monday, April 5th, describes how amplified Arctic warming and the melting of the Greenland ice sheet will scramble food webs in the surrounding oceans. Oh, I'm no scientist, but I, I don't think any of this is very good. I hate it when somebody scrambles my food web. I'll yeah. say that. <laughs> it's awesome that they're listing like five things will, that will happen here that are a result of warming and every single one of them will also hasten warming? Mm. Yeah, every, every one of them's going to fuck something else up entirely. That's pretty mm. cool. But we've got yeah. it basically under control, though. Oh, we've got the net neutral stuff by 2050. That's nice. Uh, the, yep. the, the Labor Party has said that mm-hmm. they'll put a little discount on electric cars. That's pretty what? cool. What was that? Um, I think it was like two years ago. The IPCC put out a number for how many years we have before we uh, pass the point of um, addressing climate change. Do you remember what that figure was there? So that was sort of a, a twelve. It's a very nice number. One of the one of the nicer rounder numbers out there. Mm. Yeah, you got some great divisors. Your twelve. Uh, you sure do. Yeah. <laughs> so it seems like twenty fifty is actually uh, quite a lot past that. Yeah, you say that, but. I think the Democrats have a plan to put solar panels on Guantanamo Bay. So, <laughs> it'll be kind of uh, basically exporting power back into the grid. You know what? They said that uh, Joe Biden wasn't going to do anything, but we will have a carbon neutral, still fully operational Guantanamo Bay by 2085. <laughs> People were saying a lot, like, at least Joe Biden will do something about climate change. I feel like I heard that one a lot yeah, we trust that we trust the science. Yep. It's just too expensive. We looked at it. Um, well, we he had to increase the military budget. By so. $750 billion? Look, you know, we've only got so much money. Only so many resources to allocate, and a lot of them need to go into the military. So, But at least he's not uh, tweeting rude words about it, yeah. you know? He's been very polite and respectful. His, mm-hmm. his grammar is generally relatively correct in the missives yep. that he issues. Uh, so... And he's, he doesn't have a fake tan that I can see. And he only very occasionally needs to be shuffled out of the room when he starts sundowning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, we've got that going for us. Yeah. Well, uh, good news today, huh? Yeah. Do you want to read that final extremely depressing paragraph there, Andrew? Sure, sure. I was just going to say, that Donald Trump guy, you couldn't shut him up. Uh, Joe Biden, sometimes he'll just stop talking right in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> And it's fine. It's like, you know, there's, there's comfortable silences. You Your know? mind just... fills in the gaps, sort of like he's a, he's a word mime. <laughs> yeah. And we just yeah. fill in what he was sort of stumbling around blindly. Yeah, when he wraps it up uh, mid-sentence, I just think to myself, yeah, I get the picture. You, know, you don't no, have to tell me anymore. Don't have, to, don't have to belabor the point. Don't have to go on and on. When he singles out a guy in the crowd and he points at him, he says, well, listen here, you there, hey, chief, pal, I don't- Tex. And then I just I can imagine what he would have said afterwards, and it's very real in my mind. Yeah. Back in 2019, so long ago, the National Weather Service in Alaska released a special announcement about the North Pole lightning strikes. Such announcements, however, may struggle to make headlines by the end of the century. Yeah. Cool. Mm. It's fun thinking that we'll still have headlines. <laughs> <laughs> That aren't about the roving bandits in your neighbourhood, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Or that aren't lines of heads on pikes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something to look forward to. 
<laughs> really a heads on pikes kind of uh, economy by that point. So they're both used as the sort of newspaper system, but also as currency. Yeah, I mean, there's only one kind of news that it's. Uh... <laughs> we killed these guys. <laughs> Please stay out of here. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Ben, uh, from this podcast. Merriam-Webster defines a podcast as a program made available in digital format for automatic download over the internet, and that simply could not be more true. If you like what we do and want more of this podcast made available to you in digital format for automatic download over the internet, simply go to patreon.com slash Vista and hit the enormous red button that says subscribe. For five US dollars a month, you get access to our weekly bonus episodes, our entire archive of bonus episodes, our exclusive Discord server, and an RSS feed of both bonus episodes and free episodes that doesn't have these ads in them. That sweet, sweet subscriber cash allows me to do this show full time without having to get a real job, and frankly, that whips to me. The other guys also get some money or whatever, but I don't really care. Anyway, check that out if it sounds good to you. Love you. Well, speaking of things to look forward to, we thought we had something to look forward to this week. But appearances can be deceiving in uh, a bittersweet nature corner. Country roads, take me home to the place I <laughs> I forgot about the ape specific one. <laughs> uh. I don't know if I've heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> we may not be funny or well researched, uh, articulate in politics, um, intelligent. <laughs> Uh, we may not smell nice. Um, Go on. For yourself. We can't fart good. <laughs> Dick don't work. Dick don't work so good. Uh, but we do have an ape-specific theme for nature. <laughs> nature corner theme, ape variant. I dare you to name another podcast that has an ape variant of their theme for a segment called Nature Corner. Hmm. Uh, I didn't read ahead, so I thought this was about the news in Australia today. No, uh, so I was surprised that you again. brought up the depressing ape news from. Uh, no, this is not not that story. Well, I'll because I've talked about it now. We need to square that. Just circle. briefly mentioned. Very, very briefly. Um, I deliberately put this one here after the depressing story because <laughs> it's a fun one, and now you're going into the yeah. No, it's fine. No, do what do what you got to do. So so this week there was uh there was some news coming out in, in Australia that was like, ooh, ooh, monkey on the loose from the zoo. The, the zoo's suddenly been closed and people are being shooed away. Monkey on the loose. And we all started uh, hooting. Losing our shit, hooting, hollering. Bang, banging on our desks, you know, uh, all, all that kind of good stuff because we were like, hey, return to a simpler time, a type of news story we all love so much. Loose That's ape, loose ape. Loose monkey getting out and just... It was an ape, actually, Andrew. But um, go on. <laughs> well, well, actually, the thing that we thought was happening wasn't happening at all. So we can't say what kind of hypothetical monkey it was. Oh, well, I mean, we know what <laughs> we know what the one that died was. Yeah, and then uh, the zoo said, "Hey, everybody, there's no monkeys got out or anything. Just, just a monkey died. The chimpanzee is dead. <laughs> Chimp, chimp just kind of killed over, and we're all pretty sad about it. And we all went, oh. we all." Immediately stopped hooting and hollering. Sat back down at our desks. Uh, poured one out. I, d- I deleted my, my tweet that just said, loose ape with a smiley monkey face. monkey heaven now. <laughs> flinging feces. <laughs> flinging turds at Prince Philip. <laughs> <laughs> this, this story, however, that Ben put in so we didn't have to talk about the sad monkey news. Is from news agency UPI. Cincinnati police probe reported sightings of loose monkeys. Loose monkey, loose monkey. <laughs> Police in Cincinnati say they are probing multiple reports of five loose monkeys on the west side of the city, but have not yet confirmed their presence. Residents said they spotted five monkeys swinging from trees in St. Joseph's Cemetery. <laughs> oh. In the so East like Prince gargoyle yes. monkeys. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> Goth monkeys out there. Hey, uh, come look out the window for a second. Are those apes <laughs> in the cemetery? <laughs> No, they're monkeys. Uh, 
One witness captured video that appears to show animals in the trees, but police said footage is not clear enough to confirm that the animals were monkeys. Use your imagination. Good God. <laughs> what, uh... They might just be some really small men. <laughs> One... <laughs> what other kinds of animals swinging from branch to branch out there? In America? I don't know. Oh, my super llama. Is it one of those hideous possums that they have there? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they swing from trees. Why do they call them possums? They're not possums. They're... I don't know <sighs> what they are. They're... Trash rats. Trash creatures. Yeah. That, um... Their head looks like the second head that grows out of the first head of the bear in Annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> it does, actually. Those things came from hell. I'm, um, I know this is a uh, it's an audio medium, but I'm just going to drop this video in the chat there. Uh, I want you to look at the video and then consider... So, the video is terrible quality. Uh, the cops are not wrong in that it is very hard to distinguish what's going on. But if those aren't monkeys, what, could what they the possibly fuck is be? that? It's a very it Blair is- Witch feel to this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh, a bit of a night this. vision kind of kind of thing. You know, in the uh, the movie Princess Mononoke, uh, the like weird demon ape things. Uh-huh. Familiar with those guys? Anyone? Sure. I haven't seen it. You ha- no? Come on, that can't be true. <sighs> You've not seen Princess Mononoke? I've not seen any of the. You fucking turd man piece of shit. How is that (laughs) real? How have you not watched those? They're like the most beautiful things that have ever been made. Oh, my God. All right. Thanks for having this discussion while I watch this video. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Can you describe for the the listener (laughs) what you've seen in this? i got to say, it looks like monkeys. (laughs) Looks a lot like monkeys, right? It's a really hideous horror movie video. eight Eight of the aliens from Signs. To be in trees that are also underwater? Well, now I'm suspicious if the police said they weren't monkeys. What are they hiding? What are they covering what up? What are they hiding? Oh, it's a, a bunch of baby mothmans. Could be. Moth children. Have the police specifically said it's not moth children? They have not. Although I don't think anyone in Cincinnati is brave enough to ask them that question. It's true. Let's get on a plane. Let's get over there. See what the fuck is going on. Have some Cincinnati chili. Yep. Ooh. I, get one I, of the good vaccines while we're over there. Yep. I, I very non-ironically want to eat some Cincinnati chili. We should next time we hang out in person. We should make some Cincinnati chili. Okay. It'll be make great. A big big bucket of slop. Put it on some spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> or we get on a plane. We go to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to a CVS or a Walgreens uh, around closing time and be like. Oh, boy, I sure hope you have some leftover vaccines for little old me. <laughs> uh, then when they give me the vaccine, uh, we go we go get some Cincinnati chili five ways or whatever the fuck they call it. Okay. Five. Yeah. What am I looking at here? Are you looking at Cincinnati chili or the yeah. monkeys? <laughs> imagine a sort of spaghetti from hell. I think it looks good. I don't good. need to imagine it. I'm looking at it. Is it just chili on spaghetti? It's chili, yeah. chili and on the spaghetti. Is a weird texture as well. But like, it's made oh, that's just Mediterranean style. It's like a metric ton of cheese on top of the thing. It's sort of pasta for clowns. Clown pasta. I think it looks nice. Mm, yeah, I'm into it. I'm, Why I'm, is their cheese that colour? It's not right. It just is. I don't know. They've High just decided that's syrup. what cheese should look like. Maybe our cheese is the wrong colour. You don't know. No, it definitely no, ours is. This is the, is the wrong. One. Ours is the colour that uh, cheese... That, that milk turns when mm. you turn it into mm. cheese. I don't think your cheese should be the colour of the VLC media cone. I actually think it's a safety feature. It's like how they have to put uh, the oh. orange tips on the end of toy guns. The cheese has to be orange. It's, so, um, are you saying this is the, the, like the evolutionary kind of trait where... <laughs> it's highlighting that it's poisonous. <laughs> so that it doesn't get eaten. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like a couple of edibles deep and I'm watching my, my David Attenboroughs and like genuinely the thought passed through my brain of just being like, it's nice that poisonous frogs let other animals know that they're poisonous. <laughs> and let nice. other, other other animals kind of ride in their poisonous t- coattails by looking like poisonous frogs. That's a, mm. like a it's real... A- you've cucked the poisonous frogs yeah. by being like, I didn't actually even evolve to be poisonous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> evolve smart, not hard. <laughs> 
Anyway, back to the chili. I cannot overstate how much like shit this looks. It, I think it looks delicious. What is wrong with you, Lucy? You lived it's in the States for too long. Almost like spaghetti. It, it Did they like make they've... you promise to never malign <laughs> Cincinnati chili when you got your citizenship? <laughs> That's right. You have to pledge allegiance and say that you're not going <laughs> to... Not going to tell everyone how disgusting everything is. You know how they've got the in at a buffet, right? They've got the the bars that kind of the shelf in front of the stuff, and it's got bars on it so you can slide your plastic tray mm, yes across. So all of these photos look like they've scraped all of the food that has fallen between those bars at the Sizzler's Pasta Bar and put it onto the tray and served it that way. Hmm. I'm still going to eat it. I definitely want to try it. I, I think we were talking about maybe making that a Patreon call at some point. <laughs> Eating some Cincinnati chili. M- eating or making. Why is there onion raw? Oh, yeah, that's that's another that's one what well. That's one thing I can't get behind is putting raw onion on things, on hot dogs and on chili. No, I love it. I just got oh. my, got myself oh. the uh, the Costco hot dog the other day. I used the big um, the big hand-cranked onion dispenser. I love that shit. I feel like oh. I'm play- playing an organ oh, for a little excuse monkey. Excuse me? That is a horrible visual. <laughs> Hand cranking my raw onion. Yeah, have you guys never seen that thing before? <laughs> I don't what? go to Costco. The raw onion hand cranking. I've never been to Costco. Yeah, they, never been to so, Costco. so you get you you go and get your uh, your hot dog. They've changed their whole shit up uh, due to COVID. <laughs> where now you don't you don't wait in a line. Now you go up to like one of all of these uh, little little machines and put in your order, uh, and then eventually somebody just yells out from the counter, uh, two hot dogs for the fat man," and they point at me. Um, and you go over and you get your hot dogs. Your hot dogs are just, they're, they're barebacking in there, right? So you just got a bun, bun and a dog. And then you go over to the big dispenser thing and they have like the big, the big pumps, you know? Mm. You got your, your pump ketchup, your pump mustard, your pump, uh, green pickle relish. Mm. So you can just blast that straight on there, which is great. You should just like bring a Tupperware container and pump that relish into there and take it home. Just get a ton of it. I love that shit. They man. won't stop you. I doing, mean, they might. <laughs> Sir, come on. Please. Doing doing the, like, slurping machine thing, putting my mouth underneath. <laughs> he's been like that for Filled 90 minutes. I don't think he's taken a breath. But then, separate from that, on a stand, which is strangely high, like it's sort of up at face height. Uh, so, there's like a metal pole with a box on top of it at face height with a tube coming out the bottom left-hand side of it. And on the right-hand side, uh, there is a a hand crank and it's filled with raw onions and you turn the crank and it chops them up as it pushes them out of the hole and you just catch it all on your hot dog. If you're a psychopath, because that sounds disgusting, right? I mean, there's a time and a place for raw onion, uh, but... it. it- I doubt it. It's directly to hell. (laughs) (laughs) So those monkeys, huh? Or not? Those monkeys. Cincinnati chili. Bang some raw onion on there for me. I made when you were here, Lucy, I made that smoked tri-tip chili. Mm, I had a whole bunch of raw onion on that bad boy. Yeah, I bet you did. I mean, you were there. (laughs) I was there. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, those are monkeys, in my opinion. Now... Cincinnati police responded to the cemetery Wednesday night, but did not encounter any monkeys, officials said. Zero monkey encounters. The, I'm, I'm really imagining uh, police wandering through a cemetery and then having like the, you know, the Pokemon type. You're having an encounter now. The Final <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> a monkey appears. See, Police I'm picturing uses them. gun. <laughs> it's super effective. Well, I was going to say, you you know Should that they- Should we call animal control? Oh, it's already dead. <laughs> I was going to say, you know that the police did not encounter any monkeys because the story would have been police shoot five monkeys dead in cemetery. Yeah. I'm thinking that the police went to the cemetery at nighttime and were like, all right, we're going to look for these monkeys. And then they were like, this is really scary. And then they came back. They're like, no monkeys in there. Nope. There wasn't any monkeys in that dark cemetery over there. <laughs> and I wasn't afraid at all. I no, was not scared. I was not scared. <laughs> the cop- and I dropped my gun six times, which <laughs> caused it to fire six bullets. <laughs> the uh, yeah, the police standing around the like big wrought iron gates for like six or seven minutes, all daring each other to be the first one to go in, until eventually they agree to just say that they didn't find any monkeys I'm and just go back home. Waiting for you home. to go in. You go first. 
I'm not scared. You look pretty scared. I'm not scared. If I was scared, I wouldn't go in, but you're not going to go in, and I want to see you go in. Right. Either way, don't trust these cops. Big scared no. babies. Didn't go into the cemetery. The Cincinnati Zoo said all of its monkeys are accounted for. <laughs> the big clipboard <laughs> has come out. Counting their monkeys. I got Steve. Yes. Bob. Yes. <laughs> Craig. Yes. Linda. Yes. All right. They're all here. <laughs> Hey, Craig, I already counted you. Get out of the line. <laughs> Get out of here. Hey, Craig. Such a jokester. Craig. Craig. <laughs> my, my, my monkey, Craig. They have a Completely Craig and a Craig. way to pronounce that name. Yep. Ah, these are two of our oldest monkeys, Craig and Colin. <laughs> <laughs> The facility said it would assist police in searching for the primates if their presence in the city is confirmed. I'm not going on some <laughs> wild monkey chase. I'm going to need to see some evidence uh, beyond this extremely grainy night vision uh, video that was somehow filmed on a Nokia 5110. They had to attach some sort of external ca- camera. <laughs> and it plugs in through that weird, like, strange size of headphone jack. Those yeah. phones had mm. a shot on a Game Boy camera. <laughs> Quotes, there's not much we can do until we have a confirmed sighting by Cincinnati police. David Orban, the zoo's director for animal science and strategy, <laughs> told WXIX TV. Animal a- strategy. Animal strategy. <laughs> He's teaching Craig how to use a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to catch Craig. Uh, police said that if there are monkeys loose, they likely escape from a private collection. But no one America has contacted so no one has contacted police to report their exotic primates missing. There might be some monkeys around, and they're probably from someone's house. Oh well, I probably wouldn't report my monkeys missing if I had a collection of monkeys. Yeah. Which you've probably been trying to get rid of these fucking things for a long time. Yeah, you probably told them to leave. You're like fucking. You know what, Craig? I'm sick of your shit. Get out. <laughs> Pack your bags. <laughs> Put on your, your little top hat that you wear sometimes as a fun joke and get the your fuck out of vest. here. I've had Craig and Colin on Facebook Marketplace for six months now. And I cannot move these monkeys. It's You've got them listed as free, but people, do, people just wasting your time. Just being like, uh, can you drop them off? No, I can't. <laughs> no. Craig refuses to get in my car now because he disagrees so much with my taste of music. Craig hates new metal, to be fair. <laughs> Only listens to Vivaldi. Very weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder how you do get rid of some monkeys. Like I, I suspect, <laughs> I suspect someone, I suspect Burlap someone just in a river. Someone just left the cage door open at some point. I'm going out for a coffee. I'm not going to be back for a while. I think it's with a, uh, a string of banana peels leading all the way to the crematorium. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, police officials said anyone who spots a monkey in Cincinnati should keep a safe distance from the animals and contact the department. There is no safe distance. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen them close gaps? Well, they can maybe, move. Maybe they were goth teens. <laughs> <laughs> just up there be like, this is so random. We're sitting up in a tree <laughs> so at the cemetery. It's <laughs> exactly like Invader Zim. <laughs> <laughs> really... Having flashbacks to your own uh, teenage years there, Lucy? I, look, I was we were laughing along. We were having fun together. And then... <laughs> got to turn it around on me, I see. Suddenly it got personal. <laughs> got, a, got a little too real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you ever hang out in the cemetery, Lucy? Oh, we don't need to talk about my life. <laughs> <laughs> Not hearing a no, but That's I'm just going to move on. Certainly did. I'm going to be Do honest. Do you know what the closest HMV is to your nearest cemetery? <laughs> Oh, boy. Remember when you could just go down to a store and pick up a CD for the low, low price of $30? 30 whole dollars. They still got a sanity in Canberra. I've seen it. Don't act like you live in a normal place. <laughs> they do. I think I think you just go there to buy a Game of Thrones box set. Yeah, right. I think right. that's the deal. Uh, that and any, any like, uh, country town that you ever go oh, to yeah. still have mm. a sanity. But the sanities are still everywhere in, in country Queensland, for sure. I think oh, we've I, still got one or two in Brisbane still, I think. I need to go and pick up a standard definition digital <laughs> video disc. Where can I go? Go down to fucking sanity. 
Fucking uh, Auntie Donna have got a recurring bit mm-hmm. they're doing where they mentioned getting the crown. The crown. Box, box set, <laughs> which is the funniest fucking thing in the world to me. I'm just like, but why would you need that? It's on Netflix. Like, oh, maybe for your parents. <laughs> they might need it on DVD. Check out Auntie Donna. Hmm. Auntie Donna's boys, I think. Is that who you're talking about? What? What? <laughs> what are you doing here? So, hmm. Nature Corner. Yeah. Uh, there's another kind of disgusting beast in nature. It's known as the Dutchman. <laughs> and here we have a story from uh, the official source for all Dutch news on the Buenta Vista podcast. We are, of course, talking about DutchNews.nl. Any good episodes of the podcast recently, Ben? Uh, no, I'm a couple episodes behind at this point. I should oh, okay. get back on that. Um, did did you say that you subscribed to their Patreon or you were thinking about it? No, I was going to get our Patreon to subscribe to their Patreon, but we couldn't figure out a way to do it. That wasn't just going to bill your credit card. I didn't see them. I didn't see the problem. I'm yeah, sure we're going to point. That'll be fine. Wait, we do have a Dutch Corner uh, theme. For a second there, I was like, oh, we need to oh. make one of those. We've got one. I completely forgot about it. <laughs> hey everybody, I'm from Holland. Isn't that weird? Dutch Corner, I also kind of thought that we were just rolling over from Nature Corner, you know. Well, it's a bit of both. Oh, that one's new to me. I've I've not been on with that theme. <laughs> we have like 50 themes for approximately it's 50 segments, and I forget yeah. which ones exist all the time. Well, I mean, I had forgotten that that one existed. Just when then. was the last time we did the poll report? Or the whole report? <laughs> God, we've got to do another whole report. And another poll report. I haven't talked about a good hole in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is from DutchNews.nl. A stark departure from American animal news. Uh, raccoon spotted sleeping in a tree is captured, not shot. Hmm. Yeah, what an odd headline. A raccoon which had been drawing crowds while sleeping in a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Heaps going on in the Netherlands. A lot going on down there. Uh, In the town of Voot has been sedated, caught and taken to an animal sanctuary. Raccoons are considered an invasive species which poses a threat to native wildlife and according to European guidelines, the animal should have been destroyed or at least prevented from reproducing. You should have kicked oh, that guy in the nuts. so cute. <laughs> Such a great word, destroyed. Deleted. They should yeah. have deleted that raccoon. Someone should have eviscerated this raccoon immediately, <laughs> on site. Extreme prejudice, you know? Uh... The province has a culling policy in place, and it is not clear why an exception was made in this case. It was probably really cute. Really fucking charming raccoon. Yeah, they're pretty adorable. According to some reports, the town council had already given the order for the animal to be shot. Given the order. Just like, and I'm also imagining that this is just a, uh, like a, like a public servant at the local town council. (laughs) (laughs) We must destroy this fucking raccoon. They go and collect the one uh, Walter 2000 sniper rifle that they have in town. <laughs> in a little briefcase. Climb the uh, the tallest three-story building they have in the, in the town. <laughs> Slowly assemble the sniper rifle. There's a shooter on top Wait of the strip waffle factory. Oh, no, no, we set him up there. Yeah, that was us. <laughs> That's fine. It's a sanctioned shooter. Uh, the animal had been staying in the tree, mostly asleep, for days, which made an easy target for vet Peter Claver, who took his blowpipe. <laughs> That's, they're not real. No. No. Yes. He took his <laughs> blowpipe, loaded it up with a tranquilizer dart, and boom, shot the animal in one go. I love the little what? bit of flair there where they've said in one go to be like, oh, he nailed this. He real. nailed it with a blowpipe. He's the true William How Tell. He He's the William Tell of the Dutch blowpipe scene. He is Willem Tell. <laughs> <laughs> the animal. I had enough sleep for this. <laughs> it's very early. <laughs> uh, quote 
the animal, a female, started to wobble 10 minutes earlier, <laughs> 10 minutes later, and fell into the net, Clover told the AD. The animal is healthy and in good condition. How? <laughs> How Wally de Waspier, as the raccoon was dubbed, ended up in the tree is not known. It may have been kept as a pet and escaped, Clover said, or it may have hitched a lift in a car from Juid Limburg, where raccoons still live. Very silly hey. place. You know... All right, I'm sorry. I'm looking up what Wally de Waspier is. And? and it appears to be a man in a raccoon suit playing a ukulele. <laughs> okay. I... <laughs> okay. That's uh... It looks somehow racist, so... It's Dutch, so there's no way exactly. of... There's no way of confirming there's that no it's not racist, you know? My goodness. That Absolute is 100% feature. a man in a, in a raccoon costume. Playing a ukulele. No, I did describe it well. Thank you. <laughs> all, the, all the Dutch listeners will be like, "That is up. That is our prime minister." <laughs> also, what room I'm... he's in is beautiful, though. A lot of plants Very, in there. One yeah, of them is green. A big su- sunlight on the roof there. Uh, sun. What do you call those? What do you call those holes in the roof for the sun to come through? Sun holes. Sun, sun holes. Yeah. Classic mm. sun holes. Mm. Wally Washbeer, a main export. Uh, animal well... I, sorry, I'm just coming back for a moment to the concept of the raccoon hitching a lift in a car. He's, yes. walk, he's walking mm. backwards on the side of the road, tiny little hand clenching into a fist and his thumb poking out. Because they got those cute hands, you know? they got such cute little hands. Yeah, they got one of those thumbs, guys, right? I think so. If you saw one of those guys throwing a little thumb out... You, if I saw a raccoon... I'd pick him up. You're going to stop, aren't you? And then I'd give him a little kiss on the head. Oh, they don't have opposable thumbs. Oh, right, I'm, I'm hitting it with the car in that case. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that guy's shaking his fist at me. <laughs> <laughs> Teach him a lesson. Oh, and that would have solved this whole problem for them. They wouldn't have had to waste a blow dart, you know? Animal Welfare Organization... Stitchting AAP said they would put the animal with two other raccoons they're taking care of. Well, now you're just building a little criminal gang. Quotes, we look after raccoons from Limburg where it had been decided to catch raccoons instead of culling them, which was supposed to have happened in Nord-Brabant. As soon as we find a safe place for her in a zoo, we'll take her there, a spokesman said. Limburg has the biggest population of raccoons, but the animals have also been spotted in Nord-Brabant, Gelderland, and Nord-Holland. Eventually, we're going to run out of new Netherlands place names to find funny. Yeah. Hasn't happened yet. One day, this is just not going to be funny at all. Hasn't happened yet. The podcast. (laughs) One day. Mm -hmm. There's always time. Well, I believe that's it for this week. Uh, If you do see any raccoons... Just kind of cruising around. Give him a lift. Give him a little kiss. Give him a lift. Give him a cuddle. Give him a little kiss. The uh, authorities in the Netherlands are too cowardly to put them down like they're supposed to, so you can just do whatever with them. That's true. Pick them up. Take them for a little ride, you know. Teach it tricks. Oh. Dress like it in it. fancy little clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, uh, I know I'm often saying that uh, it's very bad to me when I see people with their videos of like exotic animals in their tiny apartments and stuff like that but I I do like seeing a fat raccoon living in someone's house. Oh same. Mm-hmm. Love it. Live for it. And the raccoons seem like they're pretty into it too. You know? All those guys want to do is just hang out and eat some stuff. And that's All fine. they want is an unhealthily high caloric diet that they wouldn't find in nature. Uh, <laughs> that's right. And we can provide that for them whether it's by giving them easy access to trash cans or by feeding them cake every day for TikTok. Yeah. Who are we to take that away from them? You know? <laughs> that's right. That's it, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. Um, I guess we can just wrap it up here, turn out the lights and throw this Prince Philip guy in the dumpster out the back. If anyone wants to piss on him before uh, we Ooh. put the body in the, <laughs> the dumpster, that's, you can do that as well. We'll cut the cameras. We'll cut the cameras yes. and you guys can just bring yourselves up here. Form a line. Probably not legal, but... 
I don't know. You're... Not frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those crimes that they just don't enforce. Yeah. <laughs> uh, technically, I've got to write you up under pissing on a corpse statute, but like, nah, go on, it's fine. Ah, go on. As long as you're not causing a, causing a fuss. <laughs> it's like drinking in a park. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we better get out of here and drive down one of those highways in the UK where they now have all the big billboards of Prince Philip up. What the fuck? What the fuck is up with that? What's because up with Britain, man? No one likes looking at him. What's going on there? I really like that uh, they've they've chosen like a photo of him where he was maybe still aware of like where he was and is smiling and stuff, but he also still looks like he is 10,000 years old. And it's like a 20-year-old photo. Ridiculous stuff. R.I.P. Prince Philip, you big old bitch. <laughs> Bye. Have fun in hell. <laughs> that Taronga Zoo ape is ripping your face off every morning when you wake up now. <laughs> <laughs>